Great, we can all start doing that. Let's do that now, shall we? Shall we pray? Um, hands together. Because not even any wiggling. Are you ready? Eyes shut. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we pray, Lord, that you would help us to know you better now. Holy Spirit, we pray you'd open our eyes to know you better, so that, Father, we might worship you and glorify you. Amen. Shall we read this together in a nice, loud voice? Are you ready down the front here? You guys ready over here? You guys ready over here? Let's read together. One, two, three. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have this Oh, John 8, 12, well done. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God, huh? Now, amazing facts about animals in the dark, because we are thanking God for light today. Who knows what animal that is? Brilliant. If you had said a cow, I would have been worried. An owl is made for the dark. It has amazing hearing. It's got a face like a radar dish that pushes the sound right into its ears. And did you know this? One of its ears is slightly higher than the other and slightly further back. And it can tell the difference in time that it takes for the sound to get to one ear and to get to the other. And by that, it tells how far away the sound is. Isn't that amazing? My children can't hear anything when I say something to them. No, you can. You're very good at that. That's not true. Here's another animal that is made for the darkness. Anglerfish. Oh, John, that's cheating. <laughs> this is an anglerfish. It lives right at the bottom of the sea where there is no light. This anglerfish has never had to put on sun cream because it has never even had the sun touch it. Uh, many fish live in the deep and they don't know about the sun, but they do know about light. They make their own light. They've got bioluminescence. Can you say bioluminescence? And that means that they take a little chemical called luciferin and they add oxygen and it makes a little light. So you see the light at the front there? That is not powered by battery. That is powered by some chemical reaction going on in the fish. It's amazing. Can you imagine being able to pull out your earwax and blow on it and it would make a torch? That would be so much better than eating it. I should not have said that. I'm so sorry. It would be amazing on bonfire night, wouldn't it? You'd all have your own torches to see where you're going. That's what I meant to say. God is an amazing creator, isn't he? How he makes these amazing animals. And he's amazing how he makes light. Look, I am not made for the dark. Are you guys made for the dark? Hands up here if you like being in the dark. Sort of sometimes. Sometimes, occasionally. Uh, hands up if you've ever been afraid of being in the dark. Yeah, I'm not really made for the dark. I don't like that so much. When it's dark, it's not always good, is it? I remember when we were on holiday in Scotland and there was a power cut. And I was upstairs in our room and it was dark. It was so dark, you could almost feel it on your face. And I had no idea where the door was. I couldn't tell which direction to go, and so I bumped around. And then I had no idea, I couldn't read the instructions on the little notice that told me where the torch is in order to have a torch. I couldn't understand anything because I was in the dark. 
And the worst thing is I did find my way out and I was creeping down the stairs and I was very aware that there might be someone behind me. And I got into the kitchen thinking that maybe I'd get some food. And as I got into the kitchen, do you know what my dad did? He waited until I was right in front of him and then he went, boo. <laughs> it was scary because it's dangerous in the dark. And also, he was good he was there because I probably would have eaten something dangerous. Because if you can't see what you're eating, who knows what you put in? When it's dark, it's hard to understand things. When it's dark, it's hard to know which way to go, isn't it? And when it's dark, I'm afraid of things. What might creep up on me? And also, we need light, don't we, for things to grow and to have food that is healthy for us and good. And also, we need light to see beauty. When we woke up in Scotland the next day, there's all this amazing beauty in front of us, but you can't see any of it when it's dark. I think that's why light is wonderful. It helps us understand helps us not be afraid, it helps us know which way to go, and it helps us see the beauty of this world and of Jesus, and it looks so pretty. Did anyone go any, on any fireworks over the weekend? Anyone do fireworks? It was a bit windy. How good are the fireworks? Aren't they amazing? They're a bit scary, but they light up the darkness. No wonder dark really isn't a very good thing, though. In the Bible, dark, because it prevents people from understanding or knowing which way to go, or makes them afraid, and that's where evil things lurk, like my dad in the kitchen. It's where, and it's where there's no life for plants. So in the Bible, the dark is associated, it's, it sort of goes with death and chaos and evil and judgment and sin. Light is great. And so we can thank God for light generally, and we can wear beautiful sparkly tops that make us see the light more. But also, we want to thank God for Jesus. Because what did our reading say that Jesus was? Can anyone remember what it said in our reading about what Jesus is? Hands up if you can remember what it said. Grown-ups, if you genuinely can't remember what it said, I'm really worried about you. You should all have your hands up. Hands up if you can remember what it said in the Bible, what Jesus said. I'm not going to pick you. I promise I won't pick you. Some of you put your hands up. Can we have the words back up, Sarah? When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Does that help? Hands up. What did Jesus say he is? I am the light of the world. Excellent. Arthur, it's well done for putting your mum's hand up. Great job. He said, I'm the light of the world. Does that mean that Jesus is a great big torch? No. It means Jesus is the person who gives life, who shows us the beauty of God, who brings understanding so we know what to do, who shows us the right direction to go in life, who defeats everything that is evil and scary out there and in us. He does that for the world. That is anyone who will receive him. Did you notice what Jesus promised if we have him as our light? Should we read that bit? It says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. What did he promise? Over here, you guys are very quiet in the pod. What did he promise? Nikki, what did you say to say? We will never walk in darkness. Thank you so much for participating. That means we will always appreciate the beauty of life and of Jesus and of God rather than being in the dark. We will not walk in the valley of the shadow of death and the dark places of this world in our own darkness afraid, but with him as a light to light the way and protect. When we're in the dark about which way to go in life, He will light up the way that will lead us. 
When things that we don't understand happen to us that hurt, he doesn't leave us in the dark, but he is with us helping us understand and hope. That's what he means by you'll never walk in darkness. That's great, isn't it? And what does Jesus promise we will have if we follow him? Can you read that? Whoever follows me will never, have walk in, will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. What does he promise? Arthur, have you got an answer? No, you're just putting mum's hand up. What does he promise over this side? Anyone over this side? Noah, what's the last bit? What does he promise we'll have? Can you see? Well done. We will have the light, was it? The light of life. Brilliant. We will have the light of life. What is that? It's rescue from death and judgment to life and light with Jesus in heaven. His light is for everyone who believes in Jesus and follows him on his journey back to his heavenly father. Here's how that works. At Halloween, there are loads of pumpkins, aren't they? And they all get made into these people. Does anyone know what these people are called? Does anyone know the name? Shout it out if you know the name. Pumpkin. They're actually called... Oh, dear, I've made a bit of a mess there. They're actually called jack-o'-lanterns. They're wonderful. Isn't that amazing? It's so beautiful. Uh, can I do this one? Uh, John, do you want to come out and pop? Because you've answered many questions. Don't you? you pop some eyes out of that one. That We are a little bit like jack-o'-lantern here, aren't we? We're shaped and made by God into something that is beautiful and wonderful. Uh, and like the best gardener, God has given us all we need. Food and water and sunlight and protection. Thanks, John. Good one. And we're all different. If you look around you, everyone here is different shapes and colours, but we're all wonderfully made in God's image. But the thing is, is that we've all... Have I got that right? We've all turned out like Jack. On the outside, we look great. This is quite good, isn't it? But the problem is, on the inside, we're not that good, are we? Do you want to come and have a look? All the kids, you want to come up here and have a look at this? Should we just take the lid off? Old Jack here. And look what, oh, I don't know, I haven't put that through. Look what's in there. Do you want to scoop a bit of that out? Oh, have a look at that. Oh, that's a little bit like, sometimes on the inside, we're a bit messy and gooey and stinky. Oh, not too much, because I realised I didn't actually get any tissues. Uh, Church Warden, some tissues, thanks so much. Look, we're all, we actually all have on the inside slightly gross bits, don't we? And the wonderful thing is, is that Jesus takes all these gross things out. I think there's some tissues coming. Come and gather around here. No, no, Hannah, that's it. Leave it, leave it, leave it. You can have a look in there. Have a look at that. Oh, that is grim, isn't it? The nice thing is, is that Jesus comes and he takes all the... Gr- here comes some tissues, everyone. Look here. Well done. Thank you very much, Martin. I hadn't thought that through at all. This is a bit like the dark mess that we sometimes think and feel stuff that we want to hide in the dark, don't we? And it's a bit messy and gooey. We want to hide this bit in the dark. We want to put it away. Some of our thoughts are a bit smelly and ugly, aren't they? Some of the things we do, oh, they're not that good. Do you know what I mean? We are definitely not the people God wants us to be on the inside. That's part of the problem, isn't it? And so really, it all deserves to go, where's this going to go? Where's this going to go, guys? It's all going to go in the bin, isn't it? But do you know what's great? Is what happens is, is Jesus comes along and he lives the perfect life of light. 
I was going to say, who'd like to light a candle? But I think that might be a bad idea. I'm going to do it, actually. Here we go. The nice thing is, is that Jesus comes along, and amazingly, he lives this perfect life for us. Because he is the light of the world. And this is what we're like. And brilliantly, when he dies on the cross, he takes all our mess, and he gives us his perfect life. He gives us himself. How cool is that? So Jesus takes all this, and that's all gone because it died on the cross. And then he not only forgives us, but he comes and lives in us. Look at that. And now, can we see it? Do we need to turn the lights off a bit? Oh, it's really sunny now, isn't it? That hasn't really worked. That is a bit annoying, isn't it? And now, what happens is, instead of all the bits on the inside that we don't really like, we've got Jesus living with us, in us. The problem is, we can't get rid of ourselves, just like Jack-o'-lantern here. He's stuck. If we did, there'd be nothing left of us. But only Jesus can change what's on the inside. Jesus lives that perfect life we can't. And his life is without darkness, mess or sliminess. It's light and beautiful and perfect. And so when he dies on the cross, he takes all our mess. And then amazing, the light of the world says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And that means Jesus living in you. So Christians don't look very different on the outside, do they, to everyone else? A bit lumpy. All made in weird different images, aren't they? But all in the image of God. But we're very different on the inside because we are forgiven and we're now fit for heaven. We are made for eternal life. In the same way that an owl is made for the dark, we are now made for the light. In the same way that an anglerfish is made to be at the bottom of the ocean, we are made for heaven. It also means that with Jesus' light, we see the beauty of the love of God dying for us, and we wonder at his world clearly. It's so precious, isn't it, that when life hurts, we've got someone to thank for the beauty of the world and the fireworks and the stars. But his light also helps our eyes to see and understand amazing truths about the world, us, and him. And that's what I pray for my kids whenever we open the Bible together that they would have that light to see Jesus clearly and his love. That's what I hope we've got here. And his light also helps our brain, maybe this knobbly bit on the top, I don't know, helps our brain uh, and our heart inside to make good decisions for his glory. I wish, if you're a teenager here today, I wish I'd had the light of life with me when I was making the hard decisions you're making now. Because with Jesus... He will give you understanding. He will be able to make you great, make good decisions. Here's John Boyega. Did you know this guy? Do you anyone know who that is? Well, he's John Boyega, but does anyone know who the character is? It's Finn. Yeah, he's got a lightsaber there. Did you know that John Boyega, the actor, is actually a Christian? And he, in the world of acting, he said this really interesting thing where he said, do you know what? Fame and money has no power over me because... Actually, Jesus is transforming me is much more powerful. And so I don't go in for the drinks, I don't go for the drugs, and I don't worry about the fame. It's okay. Jesus is the best. Isn't that great? Isn't it great that he's going to be an actor, hopefully, if he keeps clinging on with Jesus, that makes good decisions in those hard situations, and that he will thrive there. 
His light uh, is with us also. It shines in the darkest places. Where do you see pumpkins at night time? And they bring light, don't they? Just like you and I, wherever we are, in school, in our workplace, if we let the light of Jesus shine out of us, people get to see that, and we're scattering fear and gloom. Psalm 21, Psalm 27, 1, what was it? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? We're not afraid of anything or anyone if we have the light of Christ in us. Because who can take that out? What anxiety or darkness can overcome the infinite light of God? That's exciting. And most of all, you can have Jesus, your light of life, so you can know where you're going in life. You know where you are made to be in heaven with Jesus. Soon you'll be there. There is no night or darkness in heaven. And I pray that every time you see a pumpkin, that helps you to remember him and receive him uh, every time you see that light in the darkness. And do you know what's really great? Here's what's super cool, is the more we let his life shine in us, the more we display... Oh! the more we display his cross to the whole world. And we get to show people, the reason why I've got the light of life in me is because Jesus died on the cross for me. And if we do that together, in all our different shapes and sizes, it's a marvellous and wonderful thing, isn't it, that the world will get to see that they can have light instead of darkness with Jesus. So the next time you see a jack-o'-lantern, You can think, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And you can pray too. If you want to receive him for the first time today, or maybe you want to pray for having him afresh uh, today. We can pray that prayer together. It's going to come up here. Here you go. So maybe you might want to pray this for the first time, or maybe you want to just receive that light into your life again and be reminded of the goodness of Jesus. If you want to pray this, you can do it quietly in your heart or you can say it with me, whatever you like. Let's pray together. Dear Father, thank you that you are better than the best gardener. You have loved us, grown us and cared for us. Thank you that you have made each one of us different, special and wonderful. Thank you that Jesus came to earth, lived the perfect life and died for our mess. Thank you that he is the light of the world Fill us up with your light that is Jesus. Please help us to know that we don't ever need to be scared of the dark because he is the light of life. Amen. It's worth celebrating that, isn't it? We are the body of Christ. We are the light in the darkness all around us because we've got Jesus. So we're going to stand.